You are listening to the CMC Podcast. Join us each week for messages designed to equip, inspire, and motivate. And now for today's message from our guest speaker. If you pray, things will change. God loves to be involved with the things that are important to us and our lives. I want to, tonight, just to throw this out to you, and I want you to think about it. Faith-filled prayer will release your destiny. Now, you think about that. Faith-filled prayer will release your destiny. I was talking with one of you guys coming in, and I loved it because... We were talking about what he's going to do when he gets out. Got his life together and excited about the Lord. And what am I going to do? What am I going to do? Because he wants to do what God wants him to do. And I'm going to tell you, there can be a birthing in that prayer closet. There can be a birthing in that prayer closet of your purpose, a release And if you will begin to have faith to believe God, to believe God, faith to believe God, faith to believe God, then when you have to take one step at a time and you don't see the answer, your faith, your faith just keeps moving you. Your faith, you don't see the answer, but your faith just keeps moving you. Your faith just keeps moving you. I've had such a great time looking back over all the years of my life in these last few weeks and realizing again that our being here tonight, in this place here tonight, is the result of prayer. It's the result of prayer, years of prayer. Many, 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 many people praying the result of many people who had faith enough to believe that we could come from where we were to where we are, and that's going to take us to say and where we're going. Where we've come from, and then where we are, and then where we're going. It's a never-ending process, and it goes on and on and on. I'm so excited tonight about Love, the love of God. This church is so full of love. This church is wonderful. This body of believers is wonderful. Team Challenge is wonderful. God's people are wonderful. People just scurrying all over everywhere, making things happen, being available, making things happen doing things for the glory of God. And you know what I love about this church? I just don't hear people complaining. Now, you may do it, but you don't do it where I hear it. Thank you. I appreciate that. You know, the privilege of serving the creator of this world is one of the greatest adventures of my life. 
to be involved on this blue-green ball going round and round, out here floating in the middle of nowhere. Woo! And we got to love it. We can't blow it. We just can't blow it. There's a destiny and a purpose for the whole thing. There's a design and a creator, and he's got a plan. And prayer is our uh, gift from God that he would open up the way so that we can communicate with him. We can have a relationship with him. I want tonight to, I, mean, I you know, I think about, man, I got out on all my books of prayer that I've taught on for years, and I got so fired up, they're so good. But I've had three nights with about 35 or 40 minutes and I, to teach you, one, two, three, there's so much about prayer, and there's so much we can learn, and there's so much that can inspire us. But let me tell you, it's not all what you know, but it's who you know. And tonight, I want you to know Him. Because if you know Him, He'll start teaching you. He'll impart the Holy Spirit to you. He'll re- the Holy Spirit's the one here on this earth. God's in heaven, Jesus is in heaven, but the Holy Spirit's here. He's our guide, he's our teacher. You're not alone. He said, I'm not going to leave you an orphan. I'm not going to leave you an orphan. I'm going to come to you, and I'm going to send you some help. And tonight we need to know that we've got help available, and many in the church, I think, don't even know how to call on the Holy Spirit, to call on the Lord to lay our lives open before him in reality and truth and not be afraid, not be afraid, not be ashamed, not fear the God of this world. He wants you to come to him as sons. He wants you to become his son. He wants to be your father. We were talking about that too. Many of you don't know your earthly father or didn't have a good earthly father or it was a, your family is all messed up. And God took care of that. He took care of that by sending us a father and we can talk to him. When Adam and Eve blew it, God said, you know, I'm giving you authority on this earth. He said that to Adam and Eve. Yeah, I'm giving you the authority. And then we find out that he said, whatever we bind on earth is bound in heaven. Whatever we loose on earth is loose in heaven. Meaning that God is willing to help you if you ask him. Jesus said you have not because you ask not. Ask. If you want the right girlfriend, ask. Start now. I pray for my, I pray for my great-grandkids right now. And wherever you are, if you're in here and you're the mother of a little bitty girl and you're going to be the one, I'm praying for wisdom, that you'll train that little girl and train her just right for my two little grandsons. <laughs> if you've if, if you got a guy, my little girls, and man, you do a good job now. You do a good job training and teaching and grooming them You see, prayer is a process 
that will go over a, a period of time. It's powerful. Well, I pray nothing happened. You know that just because you didn't see it. You don't know that it didn't happen just because you don't see the answer. Well, I asked God for something and it didn't happen. I'm going to tell you tonight, I am believing for miracles. I'm believing for just plain old good old miracles. God doing what you haven't been able to do. God touching you where you just feel dead and dry and religious and good. You know, you can't be really good, but you can also be good for nothing. (laughs) And God wants to quicken us into the spiritual realm of his kingdom. And tonight, we're going to start where prayer starts, and that's the heart. Because that's the real you. See, nobody knows the real you. I don't know your family background. I don't know anything. But the reason that I know God can help you is he knows you. You can't fake him out. You can't lie to him. You can't get by. You can do all kinds of stuff and get by with it. Nobody knows. (laughs) Wrong. The only one that really matters knows it all. And our life has lived before him. And it's open to him. And he sees and knows it all. And he's the one that can help you. Because he knows you. And he loves you. He loves you so much he let his son go through some horrible pain to pay off a debt that we all owed. We're bought with a high price in love tonight. If you can get hold of the love of God, that what you deserve you did not receive. Think about it. Just think about it. Think about the selfishness and the nasty stuff. Think about the filth. Think about the waste. Think about the rebellion of thinking that you're going to get out of a pill or a shot or a needle or a snort or a sniff or whatever. We're going to get more out of that than we're going to get out of the one who... It's wise enough to set this big green ball and tilt it just right. And, and we're able to go around and round it and not fall off. I mean, he's awesome. He's just awesome. And tonight if we will come into the greatness of who God is and love him for who he is then everything won't be about me and how depressed I am and how mistreated I am. We'll get out of that fleshly realm of selfishness that's eaten our lunch. Let me tell you, if anything can make me sick, it's myself. Did you ever just get sick of yourself? Just sick of yourself? I'm just so sick of myself. Because we all know the failure. We all know the need. We all know we're looking for something. Many people don't even know what that is till someone comes and who's found what they're looking for. The reason I'm here tonight is I found what everybody in here is looking for, and that's the truth. I found what everybody is looking for. 
peace and joy and love. It's mine. And I live in it. It is true. And are you saying you don't have any problems? <laughs> are you kidding? The devil does hate me, you know. He does hate me because I'm a threat to him. I'm not afraid of him anymore. I recognize him. I'm not deceived by him when the thoughts come. I know where they came from. When I'm in my prayer closet and I'm trying to pray and every demon in hell wants to keep me out of my prayer closet because that's the birthing of visions in your prayer closet. Time alone with God where you're communicating and loving Him and worshiping Him and and asking, Father, take my life. Father, reveal, reveal your plan for me. Reveal your purpose to me. You're not supposed to be afraid you're going to miss it. The only reason you're afraid, you're not spending enough time in the prayer closet. Because you get in there with God, and you stay till you get it. See, I fight the demons. It could be 30 minutes before my mind will behave. Anybody know what I'm talking about? You have trouble making mind behave? Especially when you want to pray. <laughs> See? Because he's afraid of prayer because it will be the releasing of his purpose. Now, the releasing of his purpose falls to the ground. Many people have been in prayer and they have experienced a tremendous call or, or a drawing to, to the purpose of God for their life. But then when it doesn't happen overnight... Then when there are trouble that comes along or obstacles, oh, it's just too hard. No, that's hard. Wow. I didn't know that being a Christian was going to be this hard. I mean, I'm, I'm overwhelmed at how hard everybody... You know what would be hard for me? Is to rob a bank. Now, that'd be hard. Or to steal something from somebody and get caught. I, I mean, what makes us think that being a Christian is so hard that we're not capable of doing hard things? You know, building this building is hard. I watched Timmy. I watched Timmy Graves digging it out, making it happen, doing found that. I watched you, Timmy. And I never have seen him get out of the truck and say, this is just too hard. <laughs> well, I wanted to help them get this ground ready, but, but it's just, it's too hard. Now listen to me, young people. The devil wants this next generation who's been blessed You've been blessed. My mother had to pick cotton and drove from Arkadelphia up here and rode in a wagon to get from a cotton patch in Arkadelphia. And that's just in this one short period of time. And it was hard. What she did was hard. But she was groomed to do something hard. Now, the Holy Spirit will come, and I'm going to tell you, he'll put a rod of iron down your backbone, and you can do hard stuff. 
And when you face temptation, you're a man. You can say no. If somebody put a gun in your back, I look at you guys. They better watch out. Because <laughs> I can see your men. And I can see your strong men. You've been strong for, for the wrong things. And now God's going to make you just as strong for the right things and the good things. And if you're strong enough out there to beat somebody up and do all the things that we've done, all of us, all of us, if we're strong enough to do all the things that we've done, then what in the world makes us think that we're too weak to serve the living God and to do the good and godly and right things? I thank God for my husband. I had a man for a husband. I never heard him complain. He worked day and night. And he made me work day and night because I floofed off if I could. (laughs) He knuckled me down. And when I surrendered to Jesus, I got teachable and trainable. I could learn. I could start to listen And I fell in love with the Lord tonight. He wants to first get your heart before we go where we're going. He wants to first get your heart. Have you given him your heart, the inner you, the real you way down there? Have you said, Lord, take my heart? Take my heart. Take my moods, my emotions. Take all of me. Take me. and Come and fill me now. Fill me now with your Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit, and fill me. Take out all this. I give it to you. I surrender it to you. My flesh is destroying me. My flesh is heckling and tormenting me. If you're going to serve the Lord, buck up. Just buck up. Because the devil's going to be there. Criticism. Do you know how much criticism I've gotten in my life? Don't, don't tell them. Don't tell them. You don't please people. Everybody can fix everybody else. We can all fix each other. Well, if she had do this, well, if she had just said that, well, if he had done that, well, if she had done that, come on, come to the fixer. Come to God Almighty who can get us right and out of the spirit of love that's in our heart now, we can love one another unconditionally. We can help each other come to the purpose of God. We can, in our prayer closet, get forgiven and cleansed and free. We can be honest with God. God will say, all I want you to do is surrender, give it to me. I'll help you. I'll help you. I'll help you. You won't rise up and just be perfect. And, and and no need you to say Christianity is boring. There's nothing boring about Christianity. And and remember this. It's you that's boring. We're the boring ones. This world, there's nothing boring about this world. It's magnificent. Little old seed bearing a big old tree. Woo, the sun coming up and down and rain and not everything we need. It's a wonderful life. It's a wonderful life. Until you recognize that you have an enemy and you beat him in your prayer closet, 
Father, in Jesus' name, in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I come before you tonight, Lord, and I'm asking you to take over. I'm asking you to take over, and I'm asking you to begin to work your purpose in me and through me, that I might be a useful, productive, giving person, that I'll find your will for my life. Well, I'm just so confused. I'm confused. You need to go to the prayer closet. It's a place where you take care of confusion. It's being in the presence of God that you get rid of the enemy who torments your mind. It's in the prayer closet. You lay it down and you surrender it. Let me tell you, when you give your heart to the Lord, see, I I hear people pray. (laughs) I hear lots of prayers. How many of you can just remember hearing a recent prayer? We don't even know what each other say. God, we just thank you. It's a wonderful day, and we praise you, and we just and we say the same thing, and we do. I'm gonna tell you, <laughs> God wants some people that are not religiously praying what every everything that's expected. Wouldn't it be wonderful just to stand up and say? I'm a sinner. Forgive me, Lord. Isn't that what Jesus said? The Pharisees did those old long, big old prayers and went on and on. Here's a, fair, here's a sinner stood up and said, Father, forgive me, a sinner. Jesus said, that's the real thing right there. That's the real thing. Tonight, I, I'm, I'm trying not to be frustrated because I can't, I can't do what prayer requires for us to get there where we understand God's anointing and, 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 and the, the real uh, meat of a lot of, of what I wanted to give you. But if I can just motivate you to go get it yourself, I got it for myself and you get it for yourself. Don't let these three Wednesday nights be all you know about prayer because it won't be enough. There's more. And that's what excites me about the Lord. There's always more. He wants your heart. He wants to impart faith to you. Faith comes from God. Faith comes from God. Well, I'm trying to have faith. I'm trying to have faith. I'm trying to believe that we're not, I'm not going to have cancer and somebody's not going to... I'm trying to believe and I'm trying to have faith. And I just think, oh, that's so far from what faith is. Faith is an impartation of God Almighty into your spirit where all fear is gone. See, faith releases fear. All fear is gone. And your confidence and trust is in God. It's in God. It's in God. It's in God. And no matter what happens, you keep walking. My faith is in the Lord. 
And if you prayed, if you didn't pray according to his will, and that didn't happen, and you messed up, then we throw in the towel and we quit. He said, pray without ceasing. Don't I ever quit praying. Pray all the time. Pray. I pray all day long. I pray about everything. I, I see somebody on the street and I pray for them. And I, it's a constant, it's a way of life for me. It's a way of life for me. And when I talk to the, God, the Lord, it keeps me from talking about you. See, we can stop a lot of critical thinking and gossip and crankiness and all that kind of stuff. Oh, God wants his church full of anointed prayer warriors. I tell you, going back, just let me show you that where you're sitting tonight is answered prayer. Let me show you a church that started in my living room. I learned how to pray. And and I was thinking today of uh, there's so many answered prayers that I, I I can't even keep up with the prayers that we prayed way back there that are being answered today. I can remember over there when we built the church, the fellowship hall or the end building down there. Jeff James and a bunch of us down there at the altar at six o'clock in the morning, and. <clears throat> We, we were hearing, we found the scripture that they were calling them in, that, that the Jews were going to come back, and they were calling them in from the north, the south, the east, and the west. So that's what we started doing, calling people into this church from the north, the south, the east, and the west. And we'd pray that, and we prayed that for I don't know how many years. It's 6 o'clock in the morning over there. Well, people came, and we had a good crowd, and... And the church was growing and everything. But I started laughing. I thought, God, those prayers, those prayers from 44 years ago, the villages brought people, you guys, from the north, the south, the east, and the west. And we're seeing answered prayer that goes back 40-something years God increase. God bring us increase. God give us a Christian school. God cause people to want to educate their children. Father, would you just help us know how to do this? Father, we don't have any money to have a gym. We don't have any money to build buildings. We don't have any of that, but you do. And we trust you, Lord. Our faith is in you, Lord. And I'm going to tell you, you have not because you ask not. And if you ask amiss so that you can consume it on your lust, then God loves you too much to answer some of our prayers. Do you all get that? When your prayers aren't answered, you say, thank you, Lord. He answers prayer. And if you prayed a prayer and he didn't answer that, and he didn't answer that, you just say, Father, I trust you. I trust you. Now, he may be working on your heart. See, he wants you. He wants you more than the stuff you want. He wants you. And he wants to know, he wants to know that you 
full trust in him. And can you say that tonight? Well, I know it was God's will for my family to do this. Well, I know it was God's will. And I prayed God's will, but what you didn't do was turn it loose. Do you understand? You didn't turn it loose. You didn't turn it loose. And you didn't say, God, now, if I've asked amiss, if there's selfishness in me, if I'm ungrateful, I go through the list. If I have not repented, if I'm not clean, cleanse me, God. I want to get free of everything so that you can be God and have your way in my life. Heart and then faith. Now, I'm telling you when I say I believe God, I believe God. I believe God. Do you believe God wants the best for you? He wants you to come to that tonight. He wants to say, hey, you guys, I got a purpose for you. You weren't born by accident. And I have a plan. And I care for you. He wants you young people to know I care for you. I got a plan for you. He wants families to know I've got a plan for you. I care for you. It takes faith. It takes faith. And then the last thing I want to give before I'm going to do something here tonight. Did we find, did we ever find the song? I'm not ready for it, but did we find it? Yes? Okay. When I'm ready. Finding favor with God. I was reading Mary, the story of Mary, and the angel came to her and said to Mary, the mother of Jesus, Hail thou that art highly favored. I was praying for you guys today. You know what I was praying? I was praying for you, church. I was praying for you, young people. I'm praying for you, married people. I'm praying for us. And let me tell you something. That goes off in me. That God picked out of all the people in the world this one woman to be the mother of Jesus. And the angel came and said, Hail thou that art highly, and the word I want stuck in your mind tonight is favor. 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 Finding and walking and living in the favor of God. Now I'm going to tell you, when you find somebody's favor, they're going to bless you. Favor. Favor. And do you know what favor, how you recognize favor? It has tangible, seeable evidence. Look at the people you know. Who do you know that walks in the favor of God? Man, oh man. We think, well, I hate to tell you that I walk in the favor of God because you'll think I'm bragging. I walk in the favor of God. And you should too. And you should too. Don't you want his favor? How do you think that you're ever going to create anything or build anything or make anything happen if you aren't in favor with God? Do you know who your best friends are? The ones you found favor with. 
They're the ones that write your card. They're the ones that call you up. They're the ones that take you out for lunch. They're the ones that you, you find favor with people. Jesus grew in wisdom and in stature and in favor with God and man. Now, when Christians begin to seek the favor of God, do you know how you get someone's favor? You do what pleases them. You're not going to have somebody's favor when you always are, you know, negative and yeah and fighting and arguing. You're not going to find favor. People are going to want to follow you. People are going to want to be like you. But when you find favor with people, you learn how to please God. How do you learn how to do that? Through his word. His word will teach us. I meditate his word. That's a daily thing. I meditate his word. I believe what his word said. And if you do it God's way, love your enemies, forgive, do good for evil, overcome evil with good, the joy of the Lord, your strength, not depression and negative and meanness. The joy of the Lord. Jesus give you a joy. I don't have any joy, Miss Hetty. I don't either. I get it from him. And I get it in that secret place that I have in my prayer closet with him. And he gives me joy. And you know what? We can't have joy when we feel stupid and we're a failure and I'm dumb and I've messed up and we're living back there and we're all confused and all messed up. But I'm telling you, (laughs) when you get in the presence of God Almighty who's perfect, when you get in the life of Christ, And he's the perfect one that lives in you. See, I got this flesh over here that I'm be fighting all my life. But right in here, I got the perfect one. It's no longer I that lives, but Christ that lives in me. He's not depressed. He's not mean. He's not hateful. He's not ugly. Now, I've also got that flesh that's a pig. And the pig does get out, and he does go to the mud hole. And I have to get him and lock him up again. But I don't quit. And neither are you. Neither are we, church. We're not going to quit. We're not going to quit. Let the devil rob you of what you have to give. You know, I walk in this place and your love for me overwhelms me. I'm so overwhelmed. Y'all just hug me and love me. And some of you run away from me, but you know. I understand that. She'll get you, you know. I'm going to keep on till you run to me. God is so full of love in this church. I'm 88. Who likes an 88-old slobbering, crippled old lady? You know, God and God and his people who love and care, little ones and old ones and young ones. and The body of Christ is so wonderful. It's so wonderful to live in a kingdom that we brought down here on this earth. 
and we're living in his kingdom. Now, in the natural, we got problems. Everybody in here's got problems. In the natural, you got problems. And you can either live in that cesspool of problems, or you can deal with those daily by the power of the Holy Spirit that you get over here in the prayer closet. Then you can deal with problems. They don't kill you. They don't make you want to commit suicide. They don't, they don't destroy you. They don't get you back in the, in the dungeon and the nasty stuff. They don't, that's not, they, that doesn't happen to you, though you have that. But over here, see, you know a place where you get refueled. Over here, you have a place where you get filled up again. I know where to go get filled up again as I have to deal with all of life's circumstances. Oh, go to your prayer closet. Spend time with him. And let him say, man, Stacy, I really like being with you, says the Lord. I really like it when you come. I really like it. I really like it, Shannon, when you come and just lay it all at my feet. I love that. I just love you trusting me no matter how tough life is. I, I, I just love you, and I love that. You know, you get in the presence of the Lord, and he's eternal. <laughs> We're just passing through. <laughs> but he's eternal. And when the church rises up to see the eternal, awesome, almighty God, we will begin to release the miracle power of God. Now, you know the greatest miracles you can have here tonight is that you can live above your circumstances. We're having trouble in our marriage. We're having trouble in our finances. I'm having trouble up here. I'm having trouble with my mother. I'm having trouble with my dad. I'm having trouble with the kids at school. I'm having trouble. A miracle will take you to the impossible realm. How can you have joy ever living in a fallen world? Because in a fallen world, there are problems. Wouldn't it be wonderful if we just took every problem we had and called it a challenge? Ooh, I'm going to figure that out. Ooh, I'm going to figure this out. It's not working, but I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to stay here and God's going to help me. I'm going to get hold of this thing. I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get above this. I'm not quitting. I'm going to stay in. I'm going to stay in there. You know, I knew, I, I, I knew Jeff when he wasn't the Jeff that he is today. I knew Melissa Glenn when she wasn't the Melissa that she is today. I knew George when he's not the George that he is today. I knew you guys when you're not who you are today. It's a miracle. You're a miracle. I have lived to see people come from drug. Paul Kern, he was sitting in a church, where, in a little old church down in Texas where I was speaking. He was sitting on the edge. And I walked down the aisle. His testimony, he'll tell you, he, 
hunched down. His mother made him come. Drugs, messing up, smoking pot, doing all kinds of things. He's the assistant pastor of this church. I don't care where you've been. I don't care what you've done. We're serving a God who can get hold of that heart inside you and take you up out of that and give you a new way of thinking. It's right up here. It's right in here. Give you a cause. Give you a reason to go on. I don't have any reason to live. I don't want to work at a job. It's just boring. No, you're going to get the right job. It might not come immediately. It may take a little while. But you're not a sissy. Sissies quit when they have to start at something smaller than the top. When you have to start with the lowest wage to get to where you're going. Come on, church, tonight. God wants us to be a church that finds the favor of God. Do you realize we're sitting in a building that's probably a million some dollars, I don't know. We don't owe a penny. We don't owe a penny. We're building another building and we haven't had to borrow money. The favor of God Don't take it for granted. Don't take it for granted. His hand can be on us and we can see a multiplication. Now let me tell you about this and I'm trying to get, oh God help me get where I'm going. Way back there, Bertie Johnson, Emily Osterloh, those of you who remember us way back there, in the olden days before we were all in this. Bertie Johnson, Emily, and a bunch of other people, and even in this church, Helen and Art Holzmer, prayer warriors, people that come and laid hands on every, every chair. Every Sunday morning, they come an hour early, and, and a bunch of them, and they lay hands on every chair. You know, I was thinking today, Sometimes Bertie would tell me, or Emily, or one of the prayer warriors would say, you know, I felt so touched by God in this particular chair. So I stood and watched to see who was going to come sit in that chair. And nobody came. And I thought, God, I know that I know that I know that you touched me. You know what God showed me? One of you are sitting in that chair tonight. They saw it way back there. I know they did. They saw it way back there. Somebody's sitting in that chair. You see, we just keep demanding that God answers our prayer right now. But prayers... Never stop going. They never stop going. And many prayers that you have prayed and even thought for yourself. I am, I am preaching really, really good. I do my best preaching through Tim. See, we're the body of Christ. 
and all the whippings I gave him are paying off for you folks. And I want y'all to thank me for that. I want you to thank me. You don't know what these little ones are, school teachers. Now, just let me say this. There's a difference in the prayers that we pray as we are, are praying for ourselves, for what we're to be, repenting, getting cleansed. You ought to repent every day. Father, just, yeah, well, I, don't, I didn't do anything to repent from. You missed a divine appointment. You didn't answer, you know, the flesh, whatever. I always say, Father, if there's anything I missed today, would you forgive me for that and reveal it to me? so I can do better. Just be honest with the Lord. Just, just be honest with him. But remember, remember this. Just because you don't see it doesn't mean that those prayers might go on to even the next generation. I pray regularly for every camper that's ever been to Brook Hill Ranch, for every person that's ever been to this church from the very beginning of it, for every person, every kid that's ever been in our school, wherever they are, wherever they are, I put a seed in there. Tim, somebody preached. Paul, somebody put a seed in there. I knew B before he is what he is now. I can tell you that for sure, our youth minister. You see, if we, if we pray, if we don't give up, and if we keep... See, prayer will get your discouragement and your lack of faith that B could ever be anything, or that Paul could ever be anything, or that Melissa could ever get over the emotions, uh, 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 difficulties that she had. When you don't give up and you see the purpose in someone... Their purpose. You look at them and you see their purpose, their gift. I don't see you. I don't see any of you for what you've done. And that's the truth. That is God's truth. I do not see you. I do not see any of you. I don't see any of you for what you've done. I don't look at you that way. I see you for the gift you have in you what you have to give to make life good for others. It's what you have to give that makes life so good for other people. You see, teen challenges, you come to know the Lord. You'll come to the place that's no longer about you, what you have done, what you're even going to do. You'll just be full of the Lord and you'll begin to be a blessing. God chose Abraham and he said, Abraham, I'm going to bless you. Abraham found favor with God. I'm going to bless you, and I'm going to make you a blessing. You guys are not dumb. You're not stupid, and you know truth, and you know there's something better. And you're going to be a blessing, not a hindrance to the world. Not a hardship on other people, not costly rehabbers. Can turn around and all the love that God's poured into you and all that He has done to rescue you and save you, you're going to pour it into other people. I'm talking to them, but I'm talking to me. I'm talking to us.
I'm saying that God has more for us. You have been listening to the CMC Podcast. For more information about CMC, our different conferences, Christian school, college internship, resources, and more, go to cmchurch.com. 